a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events dot life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Ancient of Days, for your mercy, for your kindness, for your favor. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for pouring out your grace, pouring out your favor. For pouring out your blessing upon us, you have brought us into a new day. This is the day you have made. We rejoice and be glad in it in the mighty name of Jesus. Dear Lord, we give you all the glory, we give you all the praises because there is no one like you. We just want to honor you today. We pray, O God, that you pour out the abundance of yourself upon us, that your word be our guide. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Make this declaration with me this morning with all your heart. Say, Holy Spirit, fill my heart today. Draw me close to a place of God's glory. Fill my heart today with forgiveness. Fill my heart today with hope, with faith, strengthen my soul in the mighty name of Jesus. Enlighten me, direct my path, order my steps, order my thoughts and my imaginations in the mighty name of Jesus. Order my steps to where my blessings are, to where my helpers are. Open the book of remembrance unto me. That every closed doors against me be opened. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. We continue in our exploration of the book of 1 Timothy. And today we continue to verse 6, chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 6 to Verse 10, verse 6 to verse 10. Paul continued to talk to Timothy and he wanted him to know what a good servant, a good spiritual son, a good spiritual daughter should be. It is very important for us to be the doer of the word of God, not just the hearer. 
it is easy to hear, but it is not easy to do. Spiritual growth begins when we begin to practice what we hear and we practice what we preach. So as we continue to learn the feet of the cross, you learn new things, you practice it. You learn new things, you practice it. You learn new things, you put it into practice. Then you begin to grow. Just look at the way a child learns how to crawl. The first time a child will crawl, they may crawl with one leg, they may, they may crawl, crawl by laying down flat with their chest on the floor and try to move. And you see, they don't give up until they become perfect in crawling. Until you get to a point that the child begins to run with crawling, begin to scatter everywhere in the room. They always want to improve on themselves. They always want to improve on their stamina. So as a Christian, spiritual growth is all about putting to practice everything we learn. Not just writing them down, not just taking notes, but also by practicing everything we've learned. If you point these things out to the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, nourished by the words of the faith and the good teaching that you have followed. But have nothing to do with the irrelevant and silly meat. Rather, train yourself in godliness. There were false teachers at Ephesus who crept into the church and they were teaching people about the, the Greek myths. They talk about taboos, talk about teaching of angels. I was reading a book online and it was all about angels, all about the color of angels, the color of their wings, the color of their, their faces. And you see that some of these comic books, some of, some of these books, some of, some of these cartoons and movies we watched about angels don't represent the true appearance of angels. I have seen angels before by revelation. I can see like in my lifetime, I have seen angels three times, not physically, but in a revelation. And the angels that I've seen, they do not have wings. And the Bible even made us understand that it's only cherubims that have wings and seraphims. And they don't move. They stay where they, they, they stay where they are positioned, the presence of God. So I don't know where those who are teaching about angels get the idea of angels from. Many actually got the idea of angels from 
artists, olden days artists who just sketch their imagination and then this artist work were passed down to us and without believe that that is how angel look and that is just a figment of somebody's imagination and we have people who capitalize on greek history an history that emanate from idolatry the story of zeus the story of hercules and people are now using this thing to describe the angels of God. In the church of Ephesus, there were things that were going on. People were teaching myths, they were teaching mythology, witchcraft, practices, and all that. And yesterday I spoke extensively about that, and it is currently in our day. Is already entering into the church. The majority of the prophetic ministry we have these days are actually sorcery ministry. Sorcerers. People were sorcerers once and sorcery no longer make money. So they convert their temple to a church. Bang, bang, jiggy, jiggy, church of Christ. But they continue with their sorcery teaching people how to cast spell on other people, how to take people's husbands, how to take people's wives, how to use sweets to collect people's virtues, how to transfer sickness to people by giving them stuff toffee. That is not what Christianity stands for. That is witchcraft. And as a Christian, if you are exposed to this mystery, it is your job to correct this in your environment and open the eyes of the people of God to the truth of the scriptures. The problem with majority of churchgoers today is because we don't read our Bible. We don't like reading the Bible. We can spend hours, half of our day scrolling through people's social media posts. We can scroll through pictures. We can watch comedy. Even at the place of work, we're not able to concentrate. We're scrolling through people's walls, looking for something funny, looking for something to gossip about. If you scroll through the screen of your phone, looking through your Bible like that, you will understand a lot of things that is going on in our church are not supposed to be going, going on. Pastors are not supposed to be like looking for fame, looking for popularity. It is God that announces you. And when God announces you, it's for a season. After your season is over, you, you, you go back to your corner. Another person will come and occupy that space. That's, that's how God has been working since generations. So when you begin to become your, your goal to not begin to work for a word, to work for recognition, you have deviated from the things of God. We need time to study the scriptures. Train yourself in godliness. For the training of the body has a limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way. Since it holds promise, 
for the present life and also for the life to come. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. In fact, we labor and strive for this because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of everyone, especially to those who believe. Our hope is in Christ Jesus and not in us. On the solid rock, on Christ the solid rock and stand. All other rock is seeking sand. Every other rock is seeking sand. Not all the way leads to your destination. And not all the way leads to God. The fact that you, you apply salt in the water and use it to bath just because a prophet told you to bath and the problem you were facing went away does not mean that it was God that solved the problem. And there will always be a consequence. Anything the devil do for you, there will always be a consequence. Anything you receive through the pureness of the name of Jesus without you adding anything to it has no consequence. Where they tell you you start plucking some leaves, put the leaf at the entrance of your house. Naturally, there are leaves that you can put at the entrance of your house that chases demons away. I know about those leaves. But once you begin to dabble into those things, you are going into sorcery. You are becoming an abadist. I came from a, a kingmaker's family. My families are kingmakers. I've seen some things. So when I see some pastors doing some things, I just like, these are the things that we left. We left all these things to follow Christ. It's just like somebody who's a Muslim, who was a stunt Muslim, and he gave his life to Christ. A stunt Muslim, a stunt Muslim gave his life to Christ had revelations of God, had an encounter with God. He gave his life to Christ. He's working with God because of the revelation he had. Because of the experience he had with God. He's now seeing some people who call themselves Christian, call themselves pastors, doing things that he and his dads and his group of affairs used to do back then before he gave his life to Christ. It's laughable. Or somebody who is a, a there's something we call abore in my language. It's a son of an abore. Abore is the one who is like the custodian of the gods in the family. He's the one who leads the family to Iboro, the evil forest. In my village, every family has their own forest. They have a portion of their own forest. A family that don't name a child. They don't name a child. A child is named at the age of 18. After some rituals were performed, you enter into the evil forest before you acquire your name. We came out of those things to follow God. So, the kind of revelation you receive of God determines how far you will go with Him. It determines how deep you want to go with God. 
I'm not about to go back into things we left. I vomit. And that is what is going on in the church of today. The church is now borrowing the culture of sorcery into our day-to-day service. We now compose songs for our pastors to praise the anointing in them. We compose songs for our prophets. When they are prophesying, Oracle! Oracle! Hey, Oracle! The choir begin to sing and be praising the Oracle of God. Sensationalism has overtaken the church. That is why hell is laughing at us. And more Christians are now getting tired of the church. More, more, more potential evangelists, anointed heads, anointed hands, are now leaving the church. They prefer to stay at home. Because the same altar that is supposed to serve and bring glory to God, the altar is hurting them. Water is hurting them. If you are spirit-filled, you are not allowed to do anything in the church because the prophet, the pastors, the apostles, bishops, they have dipped their hands into the altar of blood. So who is going to bring this revival among the young generation? It is you. You are listening to me now. You start from your home, start from your house. Let your children know that you are a child of God, a woman of God, a man of God. Teach them how to pray. Teach them to know God. Any department you find yourself in your church, make sure you put the truth of God's word in that department. Raise an army of generous for God. That's what Paul is saying to Timothy. Ensure you teach everything I am telling you to your church. This generation is wasting away. And it is only through us that God can salvage it. Let's pursue God. Shun anything that will distract you. Any form of distraction. Get rid of it. Bible says that anyone who loves father and mother than me cannot follow me. If you love your father, you love your mother, you love your wife, you love your children more than Christ, you are not fit, you are not worthy of that honor. It doesn't mean you should not love your family. It simply means that you must never put anything ahead of God. You must put God first. And let the truth of God's word be our real God. Speak the truth. Whether you speak the truth or not, you will still die. So don't be afraid to speak the truth. I have nothing to lose. So, when I come, when I have an opportunity, speak the truth. Yesterday, 
I was invited to a secondary school. Over 200 students, young people. And I bless the name of the Lord for the Holy Spirit taking over. And you can see some of them, they need a guide. They need someone to guide them. When I wanted to start my presentation, we have the back boys. Those days, we used to call ourselves the back boys. Those boys, those tall guys used to speak, sit at the back. Those grandfather of the, of the, of the school sit at the back, causing trouble in the classroom. One of them started trying to cause trouble, so I... <laughs> it reminded me of the days when we were in school, when we were their age used to cause problems in school. Class is going on, we are climbing trees to block foot in front of principal's office. And the principal cannot do nothing. Now let him try and do something. <laughs> Those are the things that Jesus saved us from. We are not about to go back to those things. Focus your attention on promoting Jesus. In your place of work, in everything you find yourself. Promote Jesus, promote godliness. God bless you. In Jesus' name. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events dot life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore events. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore events. I'm on YouTube at 80 Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.